Thank you for being patient with me during my week break because of holidays and everything. Today we are talking about Gabby Hanna and how she is not a fucking victim. So, we're going to be talking about um, some things today. I'm going to do a uh, warning. Talks of um, sexual violence, sexual assault, things like that we talked about today. Um, so please, if you don't feel comfortable talking about that, then it's okay to not watch. It won't be graphic, it won't be anything like that, it's just this is one of the things that Gabby Hanna has brought up. And guess what? Gabby Hanna's not the victim, but she sure as hell likes to make herself to be one. I said that we were going to talk about people who like to act like they're the victim in every single situation and Gabby Hanna's new series that she's doing where she talks about how everyone you know everyone else is to blame for her failure to be a celebrity her failure to be an influencer her lack of influence as an influencer let's say that she says that it's everyone else's fault not her own I'm the victim. Everyone else did this to me. So right off the bat, just that statement alone, she's playing a victim card when she's not a victim. You have to take accountability for some aspects of your life. Like, oh, if I'm losing relevancy um, on social media, you have to take an account to maybe you don't post as frequently as you do. If you don't post the things that people liked as much, she used to post story times and that got her really popular. Maybe it's the fact that you don't post story times anymore. Maybe it's the fact that you're always trolling people. Maybe it's the fact that you're always doing things that hurt other people's feelings and then you don't care about it. You know, some accountability. If you're like, all of this happened to me, the world is happening to me. And I can't do anything to change it. You're playing a victim narrative. You're not a victim. Okay. That's just plain and simple. I said I talk about Gabby Hanna and Shane Dawson. Um, with Gabby Hanna's whole series, there's a lot to cover with her. So, um, let's cover Shane Dawson first. He... He's been on the internet for a very long time. Um, in the beginning, not maybe not the beginning, but ten years ago, during his uh, when the internet still wasn't as I would say not as regulated, but like people weren't as like, hey, maybe you shouldn't be doing that. There was no one really saying that on the internet, especially on YouTube during that time, right? Um, he made very inappropriate jokes about minors, Willow Smith to be specific. If you remember that poster and that thing, that was really gross. He made jokes about um, pets, 
animals, what he would like to do to animals sexually, what he likes to do to minors. And then he actually kissed some minors when he was a full adult. I think he kissed some 12-year-olds at a meet and greet. Gross. Um, what he liked to do to animals sexually. And then uh, babies. On a podcast, he talked about how he looked up pictures of babies and thought they were sexy. I know. I want to vomit too, right? And Shane Dawson is very well known for, I think he thinks he's a great manipulator, but as soon as like the facade breaks, you can't use the same facade to manipulate people. Because guess what? The facade broke and everyone's like, yeah, no, you were acting during all this. We see it now. We're not falling for it again. And he's trying to do the same thing and we can obviously see it. He, it's just so gross. Um, so he has, he has always been doing this, like, I feel like, I feel like I'm very, like, empathetic sort of thing, or, like, you know, I'm kind of shy, I kind of feel bad, like, I'm insecure, um, where it's, like, bringing attention to yourself, but in a way that I'm bringing attention to myself, but no one being harsh towards me, it's not a harsh light to be brought towards me, it's a soft light, it's, like, a I need attention to feel better about myself in this situation, not a, I'm, I'm just, you know, attention, like, I'm the star of the show, it's like, no, but like, don't, no, no, like, you know, I'm insecure, and like, before the facade broke, I thought he was funny, because as a fellow insecure person, I was like, that's kind of funny, you know, like, making jokes at yourself, it's very funny, but it was a way to keep you empathetic towards him um, because body shaming and stuff like that, I'm not saying, oh, he's saying insecurities about that. I'm talking about when he did his Jeffree Star docuseries where he was talking about how much money Jeffree Star had and like, oh my God, it's like so much. And like, I wonder if he's going to think I'm poor or broke or something. Like playing that same sort of insecurity stuff into money when it's like, Shane Dawson, you just moved into a brand new, I think, million dollar home. Why would he judge you about money? Also, he did a conspiracy video about Champion and how they sell, like, the um, very expensive version, the Walmart version, like, how it ranges. It's like, if you can just blow money on the expensive version of Champion for a video. Um, I don't know why you're insecure about money, but that's just me, right? Um, now Shane Dawson's coming back to the internet. He was in a vlog of Ryland's, his fiance's, and in the vlog, he was like, I just, I'm just gonna hide my face because I don't feel comfortable with anyone seeing my face because Drama channels use the same, like, picture of me for my, like, last video, for my apology video, and, like, I don't like how I look, I just don't feel the most comfortable, right? Um, drama channels use the most recent photo for the clip anyways, and it's the one where you're the most still, because it's easier to take a screenshot, edit that, and have a good picture, 
good quality picture instead of you moving or something. Um, and also, you haven't posted since then. So, what picture would you like them to use? You know? And, um, Ryland's sister, whose name I don't remember. Mm. Oh, well. Marina? No, that's definitely not it. Whatever. Um, they gave an example of her because she's like, yeah, they do that all the time. And they did one from Spill Sesh. And... I love Spill Sesh. I love her videos. But she got a lot of crap because people thought that she was Ryland's sister but pretending to not be. Um, and it that's not the case. Spill Sesh is not that. I don't I don't know Spill Sesh personally, but she's talked about it. That's not her, right? Um, so, I don't know. She, as her example, she showed, she said, so they show photos, these photos are like a year old, and they took a screen grab, or a screenshot, of one of Spilchess's videos that was from a year ago. Spilchess wasn't using an old, an old picture, she used a recent picture, but you're just grabbing it from a year ago to prove your point. And... Shane Dawson was trying to play up the whole I'm the victim thing, I'm insecure about my body, and they're using old this old picture of me. You haven't posted anything yet, and just because you're feeling sad about yourself doesn't excuse anything that you've done. So don't act like it's going to. I don't know why he's... And you may people may not think that's what he's doing, but like, these are the same tactics and things that he said and did whenever he would kind of get into hot water he'd be like oh but like i didn't mean it and like i'm really insecure i'm going through a hard time mentally with my mental health mental health is something that's starting to be taken seriously and you shouldn't just throw it out there as a well don't be mad at me my mental health is at risk well don't be a shitty person in the first place don't be acting all gross with minors, babies, animals. If you want greater description and video evidence, please watch D'Angelo Wallace's, I think it's an hour and 14 minute long video about it. I remember it being an hour, I think I remember it being an hour and 14 minutes because I watched it at work and I love D'Angelo Wallace and I was like, oh, this is a great thing to watch while I'm at work, you know, like it's it's a D'Angelo Wallace video. It's an hour and 14 minutes long or whatever. And then I was like in cringe and grossed out mode for an hour and 14 minutes. Um, so yeah. Like even just... I'm sorry, I'm having flashbacks to watching that video of everything that Shane Dawson did. And like, I'm getting a little nauseous. <laughs> I'm getting a little queasy. A little uncomfy right here about it because it was so gross and I think people forget that when he does the oh I feel bad I feel bad for me I don't feel good I think it makes you be like oh I feel bad for him like he feels insecure but then if you remember oh yeah he did all that garbage and racist stuff too I totally forgot about the racist stuff how could I forget the racist stuff the blackface, the jokes, like, mm, 
I could vomit from that too. It was so gross. It was, oh, no, 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 ma'am. Absolutely disgusting. I could not, I vomit at your feet, Shane Dawson. I vomit at your feet because that's disgusting. And no matter how much you're like, oh, I'm kind of, I feel insecure by mental health. I'll be like, you wanted to fuck a baby. You weirdo. You looked at pictures of a baby online and said, ooh, sexy. I could throw up. mm, No. No. So he's playing the victim again. He's trying to come back to the internet, play this whole thing up. Like when he, ugh. Whenever he posts on his Instagram story, it pisses me off. (laughs) It just makes me mad because he's like, oh, um, here's some merch. But, like, don't feel pressured to buy it. Like, it's just there if you want it. Pity party for you. So sorry that no one, well, I guess people want to buy his merch because he sold out. But throw a pity party for yourself because people may not want to buy your merch because you were really gross uh, for a very long time, and then you, like, changed your whole personality, so no one would forget, but you were still making money off those gross videos, like, I still need to go through and delete Larry Styles and videos, because I'm like, that's cringe, and guess what, that was a year ago, that was a year ago, and I realized, mm, that's kind of cringe, I need to delete that, have I done it yet, no, because I kind of forgot, but I'm also, I really haven't made money. If I was making money, I knew it was from that. I'd be like, <laughs> delete, please. Especially after Harry Styles uh, was on a boat with Olivia something. Wild? Olivia Wild? I think. Making out. I was like, ooh, those videos did not age well. They're very cringe. Like, Shane Dawson knew. And if they were really gross to him and disgusting, then he would have deleted them before 10 years went by. He would have been like, oh yeah, that stuff I posted was kind of cringe, I need to delete that. And then he would delete it. He wouldn't have done what he did, which is leave it up until he got backlash. You know? It's just so gross. But I brought up Shane Dawson first because... A lot of the times, um, there's a lot of victim blaming that happens in society, um, where it's like, you're just playing the victim, when there are people that are actually victims, and usually this victim blaming is aimed at a lot of women who are dealing with sexual assault, um, it doesn't even have to be something as major as that, but like, let's talk about Taylor Swift for a second, she didn't get the chance to buy her masters of her music, like to own her own music. Um, and they sold it out from under her, something that she worked very hard on. And everyone, and whenever she accepted awards or speeches, she talked about it because no one else was going to talk about it for her. She had to put in the work and talk about it herself because in that industry, especially, no one's going to stand up for you. They're too busy trying to stand up for themselves or steal your money. And so she talked about it a lot. People were like, you're just playing the victim. God, shut up about this. And I even did that at one point. And I was like, I need to take a step back and rethink because I think 
my dislike for Taylor Swift and my victim blaming towards Taylor Swift was honestly the misogyny that I didn't really know I still had embedded in me. You know, we all have, we all got to work on ourselves a little bit. We all got to figure out ourselves and realize when we are victim blaming and when we are in the fault, right? And that brings us back to Gabby Hanna, who needs to do that. She needs to sit back and start thinking about, okay, well, how am I wrong in this situation? Instead of being like, how is everyone else wrong? How's everyone else at fault? Because that's all she does. And we'll get into that right after this. And we're back, ready to talk about Gabby Hanna. And she made me so mad I had to brew myself a cup of coffee. Be decaffeinated, of course. I don't want to get too excitable about how angry we are. That would just be crazy. That was hot. Okay. Probably because it's freshly brewed. Okay. So, I don't know how to turn down the vo- I got a new Apple Watch. It's very used. I don't know how to get it to shut up. I guess we'll just keep going with it. Okay, so. Gabby Hanna needs to stop. She's not the victim. We've established this. So. Going a little bit of a rant. We're talking about sexual assault. Again, if you don't feel comfortable, you don't have to listen. So. Gabby Hanna keeps bringing up Jesse Smiles. Um who is a victim of sexual assault. Um, Gabby used to be friends with Jesse Smiles. And around the time that everything came out and was public about um, the incident between Jesse Smiles and Kevin Lepore, uh, Gabby's no longer friends with Jesse Smiles um, and said that they wanted to hear Kevin Lepore out, even though at that point, Kevin Lepore had already, I think, I hope I'm saying his name right, I wrote it down, um, what I thought it sounded like, had already pled guilty. He had pled guilty, and yet Gabby Hanna wanted to hear him out. We're going to stop there on that part of the story, just to put in my two cents, as someone who is also a victim of sexual assault. Um, if someone that I was no longer friends with, and I'll talk from Gabby Hanna's point of view first, if someone I was no longer friends with accused someone of sexual assault and that person did not already plead guilty or not guilty, they didn't give a plea yet, there could be a chance a low chance, a very, very low chance, but a possible chance that I would want to hear out that person's side of the story. A very low chance, probably less than 5%, because I believe victims, but that's just me. If someone had already pleaded guilty, like, yes, they are guilty of this, there would be no need for me to hear that person out because they already pled guilty. They already admit they did it. 
what do I need to hear them out about? You know, like, this is someone that Gabby Hanna was kind of friends with, but I don't think they were the closest. Um, so, you know, why would you need to hear that person out? Because Hannah throw Gabby Hannah throwing it out there like, well, I'm just trying to hear this person out is like, don't be mad at me. I'm the victim here. I'm trying to hear that person out. That's what that screams to me. Because by Gabby Hannah doing that, that's basically telling Jesse Smiles, I need to hear it from his mouth because I don't believe you. I don't believe you're a victim. And I've, as someone who's experienced sexual assault, I've experienced that where it's like, I don't really, are you sure? Are you, not making, are you making that up? They don't believe you. Because most perpetrators, people who do such a terrible act, wouldn't, don't plead guilty. They don't admit that they did that. They'll gaslight you and tell you that either it didn't happen or you were asking for it because of X, Y, and Z, right? So for him to admit fault that he actually did it is amazing. And then for Gabby Hanna to still be like, ah, I don't believe Jesse smiles and I'm not going to take into the fact, I'm not going to accept that he admitted fault and pleaded guilty. I still want to hear him out. I still want to talk to him. That's like rubbing in the person's face that you don't believe them. That's what I feel about that. Because I, in my life, have met people who have were friends with um, an assailant of mine, and they talked about him and they were like, he's so great, la la la, like, you know, because this is a popular person, he's fun or whatever. And they're like, oh, do you want to come? And I was like, I kind of froze up. I was like, I don't feel comfortable being around this person. And this girl looked at me and just knew something was wrong. Because guess what? It's a gut feeling. If someone freezes up like that because they hear someone's name and they're like shut down entirely, you notice that. And you don't be like, well, I want to hear that other person out. You notice that even hearing that person's name has an effect on you. And you're like, oh, okay. And the girl asked me, are you, did, are you okay? Did he do something? And I just told her what was happening. I was doing an investigation through the school and how the school is doing nothing. I, I opened very much about it. And that girl was like, he's a very popular guy. He is a very touchy dude. He's not my friend anymore. Like, he's, he's um, friends with my friends. But I believe you. And we're not going to be that close anymore. You know, I don't... Trust him like that. And not everyone is going to be as accepting as that. But 
to have that experience was like something I never expected and it was very great for me to have. So for Gabby Hanna to constantly gaslight Jesse Smiles is annoying. Because the next part of that is that then Jesse Smiles and Gabby Hanna became friends again. Um, and Gabby Hanna apologized for the tweets that she made once all the, you know, the case broke um, on the internet. But then later, Gabby Hanna says that she, those tweets never happened. She never tweeted those tweets. Yes, she did. Like, I don't know if Gabby Hanna is like delusional or something. We're gonna get to that in a second when we get to Trisha and what Gabby has put them through. Because, again, I am not a psychologist. I am a nobody who has an opinion. That's it. I just trying to give advice. Unwanted and unwarranted advice at that. Um, but we'll see. Gabby said those tweets didn't, she never tweeted that when she did. I don't know if she's delusional or trolling or whatever. Um, and she released this video talking about how Jesse Smiles' situation, Jesse Smiles' sexual assault has ruined Gabby Hanna's career on the internet. Maybe it's nothing to do with Jesse, more the fact that you were supporting and wanting to hear out someone who already pled guilty. That's just my opinion. Um, then Jesse Smiles uh, releases part of a three hour long phone call um, to prove that for evidence against what Gabby's saying in her series video. Um, and that just like Gabby's not a great person and Gabby's making her feel terrible about this situation that already makes you feel like shit and already makes you feel worthless as a human being like you're just object like you're just an object for anyone to mess with for anyone to ruin for anyone to take advantage of you already feel that way and Gabby Hanna's just reinforcing it with constantly bringing up this situation and making this terrible thing that happened to Jesse Smiles about Gabby Hanna. Gabby Hanna's taking a terrible situation and making it about herself. I'm sorry, Gabby, were you the one that was assaulted? No, then it's not about fucking you. It's not about you. Shut the fuck up. <sighs> Grab some coffee. Calm down, gotta calm down. We can't start screaming in this building. We have to calm down. God, she just, Lord hold my tongue. She is so, there's so much I can say. So then in retaliation of Jesse Smiles proving everything that Gabby Hanna said was wrong, Gabby Hanna releases the three hour long phone conversation where it's very hard to hear. It is very hard to listen to. I didn't listen to it. I couldn't um, listen to Spill Sesh talk about it. Other people talk about it. I 
as someone who has been through that situation and sometimes has flashbacks of my own that send me back to that situation that I was put in or, or that situation that happened to me, um, I refuse to sit and listen to Jesse Smiles explain in detail the situation is very uncomfortable. And for Gabby Hanna to release the whole thing as describing what happened, this is what for, at least that's from my understanding. I couldn't put myself through that. That is too much. That would tear me apart. Because in my life, I've been assaulted twice uh, by two different people. One was other freshman in high school. How long ago was that? Seven years ago. One was seven years ago. And another one was two years ago. And I still have flashbacks from the first one. That was seven years ago. It happened to me the other day at work and I just stood there and I was sobbing. I'm like, why did that happen? Why did that get brought up? Why did my brain start re-rolling that memory in my brain? So I can only imagine how re-traumatizing this can be for Gabby Hanna to be doing this to Jesse Smiles. I can only imagine. This is probably terrible. And in this phone call, um, Gabby Hanna is saying that, or when Gabby Hanna is talking about this phone call, she's saying that, you know, Jesse is Gabby's abuser because she's ruined her internet career, because people are mad at Gabby Hanna for bringing this up. Doesn't even make any sense. She also says that Gabby Hanna's claiming that Jesse Smiles is crying on this phone call um, for attention and she's not actually crying. Excuse me? That is a very traumatic event. And it's hard for me even to, like, I bring it up, my situation myself, very like, this happened, um, but if I gave any slight detail, I would probably cry. It's an emotional thing, um, especially if your body freezes up during it because you're panicked, because then you're just trapped in your thoughts, frozen to whatever that person's doing. Your body's just frozen. It's it's terrifying and anytime you have to think about it, um, see I'm gonna start crying. Anytime you have to start thinking about it, it's like do you know how people when they lose a limb, right, sometimes they can have like a a fake feeling it's like they feel like oh like that like their arm is still there it's because it's really just a memory in your brain of what that felt like for your arm to be moving or whatever um and so whenever you have to think about this traumatic event that at least it happens to i think a lot of victims it happens to me whenever i have to think about the details of what happened 
it's like that vague sensation of, you know, an, you're missing an arm, but you feel like your arm's there. Um, but it's like where those that person's hands were and what they were doing, that feeling. And even now, thinking, just saying that, just having to describe that that happens, it's like his hands are still pinning me. Anyways, um, that got, that got deep real fast. Ugh, gross, nasty emotions. What? Never heard of her. <sighs> okay. Anyways, <laughs> so everyone is really mad at, at Gabby Hanna. The more she posts about, the more videos she posts in this series, the more everyone's mad at her. Everyone's just basically being like, please stop your series. No one wants your series. No one's on your side. You're not a victim. Please just stop. Right? Um, and the, I think the, her first video was about Trisha and how her and Trisha were friends. Um, Trisha says that they weren't friends. Gabby Hans says they were. And I think this is just solid miscommunication or like different standards of what a friend means right because I've met people where they're like oh my god we're like best friends and I'm like I barely thought we were friends like I think that's simply just different standards of what a friend means right um you know Trisha sharing poems with Gabby may not, poems that they wrote, may not be a as big of a deal to Trisha as it would be for Gabby Hanna to do. So Trisha may be like, well, this is no big deal. It doesn't mean we're that close. I'm just sharing a poem with you. Whereas in if Gabby Hanna shared a poem with, you know, Trisha, that's a huge deal for Gabby, and she feels like that means we're really close. If I'm going to share this with you, that means I think, you know, I'm very, oh my god, I just spilled on my coffee. That means that I think we're very close, right? But it doesn't, it doesn't mean the same thing. Like, you know, some people are like, oh, like, that's my best friend. And you're like, the fuck do you mean? That's my best friend. Because... That other person may think, for me, this is this is the person that I'm the closest with, with. But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that the person is on the same level of closeness with you. Like when I got married, I had nine bridesmaids. Not because I'm indecisive or whatever, but like these were nine people that I was very close with, and to them, I was all to to each one of them. They considered me their best friend. I was the post that I was the person that they were the closest with. Within that group of nine people, there were people that I was much closer to, and it wasn't because of like I didn't like them all or different levels or whatever, but it's like this is the person that I actually am the closest to, that knows the most about me. Um and so that's what I think that miscommunication is it's like different standards of what a friend means and I think Gabby is just very hurt also with the fact that I thought we were a lot closer than we were to me you were the closest friend that I had 
and to know that I wasn't your closest friend really hurts. And that's where it should end it. You know, I'm kind of hurt. I thought you were as close to me as I was to you, but I can't force you to be close friends with me. I can't force it. If she wanted to play the victim on that and die on that hill, I mean, go for it, but she chose to be like, we were friends and you're lying. Playing a victim as if Trisha's lying when it's like, we just have different standards of friends. Um, on their podcast episode, you know, Gabby really confused Trisha and like Trisha had to setting a lot of, oh goodness, what is it called? Um, they were, hello, there was a noise. They were dissociating, that's what it is. Hannah caused Trisha to start dissociating because they were very confused on like, well, is this real? Are my, are my thoughts, are my memories correct? Um, and then Gabby later said that, no, they were lying. Um, about these incidences just to try and prove a point um, that they were friends and it's like if you were as close as you want yourself to be then you would need to make up evidence you just weren't as close maybe nobody wanted to be close with you and uh, I mean that sucks I'm sorry but like you gotta let that go I don't know and Trisha not Trisha Gabby just keeps bringing it up because Gabby just wants to be a victim. Gabby just, and that sounds like me victim blaming, but this whole series that's like, they're the reason my internet career is failing, not me, is very much screaming how she wants to be a victim. She wants to have other people fight for her instead of blaming herself and figuring out what's going on with her internally, she wants to blame everyone else. You know? There are people in life who... There are people in life where they let life happen to them, and there are people who create a life. They work through life. There's a more elegant way of eloquent way of saying that, but like Gabby is one of those people where it's like, this happened to me. Life happened to me. There was nothing I could do to change it. I didn't have any role in any thing or any way that this situation ended up the way it is. I had no role in it. Everything happened to me. And there's other people in life where it's like this situation's happening, what can I do to stop it? I'm working through life. I'm working through it. I'm doing something to change the outcome of this situation that I'm in. I'm not just sitting back and let it happen. You know, and Gabby's trying to be that first person. Um, oh, okay. This next thing we're talking about, uh, warning. We're going to be talking briefly about, um, death, oof, and, um, 
murder, no details, but just like bringing it up. Okay, that, that's your warning. Um, so I'm not going to go into detail about this. If you want more detail about the story, please go to Angelica Ohl's YouTube channel. Um, watch her video about it. She has no monetization on it. She's explaining the situation. She explains the situ situation very well about how Gabby Hanna got brought into this um, situation with a girl who is now no longer living. Um, and how she brought light to it. She, um, but she didn't really talk about this girl's death and how she ended up dying. Um, and everyone was mad at Gabby Hanna for that. And this girl's mom just wanted everyone to stop talking about her daughter, bringing up um, her daughter to prove why Gabby Hanna sucked, right? Um, and everyone did. I haven't seen any videos about it. Everyone did. Um, and then in her series, uh, Gabby Hanna brings up this girl's death again after the mom said she didn't want her to. Um, Gabby Hanna asked for permission for the... Which, going back, I, I don't know if Gabby Hanna is delusional or not. Um, because she's saying she never tweeted those things about when it comes to Jesse Smiles. Um, she made up things about Trisha and her friendship. And now she asked the mom for permission to bring up her daughter's death. Um, because drama channels kept, this is what Gabby said, Gabby said that drama channels kept bringing up the daughter um, as a reason why everyone should hate Gabby Hanna. And Gabby Hanna asked if she could use um, this story uh, and as a way to, in her series, to ask for an apology so that people could apologize to Gabby Hanna um, and, but then she, she, her actual video, she called out Angelica Oles and other drama channels saying that they were to blame and the mom was so mad. Like she is like pointing, screaming at the camera. It's really intense. Gabby Han's video is really intense. Um, and saying that the mom wants a public apology online um which i don't know if gabby's delusional or not because of that because the mom did not ask for that she just wanted everyone to stop talking about it and now gabby's trying to get drama channels to talk about the daughter more um and it's just, it's, it's not good. It doesn't make sense why you would do that. Um, because, honestly, maybe it's Gabby trying to um, have people make an apology, get the mom mad to get them canceled. 
so then those other drama channels that Gabby doesn't like would get cancelled. I don't know. Um, that's the only non-delusional reason I can think of, but like, it doesn't make sense, right? Like, I really encourage you to watch Angelica Ohl's video on it. It's not monetized. She explains it very well. Um, you know, I, I would really appreciate that if you did. Um, and now, finally, we're talking about Escape the Night with Gabby Hanna. And that was a shit show. And we'll get into that right after this. Alright, and we're back. We're talking about Gabby Hanna and Escape the Night. She was on season four of, the Escape, of Escape the Night. She was on the first, she was on the second season. Everything went well. Fourth season, she was kind of being a diva, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, Gabby Hanna claimed that um, her costume didn't fit right and um, they didn't care to give her the correct food that she needed and they weren't accommodating to her schedule. Here's what really happened. She didn't show up to majority of the costume fittings. How do you expect your costume to fit right if you're not um, showing up to the costume fittings? There's also footage of her wearing the costume saying much she loved it. So... You know, um, she also, there's also video footage of her filling out the form to eat, like her dietary restrictions, her preferences. She was filling out that form the first day of production. Once the foods have been bought, it's too late to show your preferences. I'm sorry. Um, as a theater, musical theater person myself, you're not the most important person in the room. Um, I think move some of these stars and uh, influencers especially because they're doing they're doing all the work they're doing the vlogs or the person in front of the camera they're uploading it they're editing it but like in real production you the person in front of the camera is not the most important person the director is because the director is making those choices the director looks at the whole picture grand screen the grand scheme big picture of how they want the set to look how they want the people to be, how and where they want the people to be standing, how they set it. Was it set right? Was it how they wanted it to be done? Um, the director's in charge of it. And in a larger, not YouTube production, if you were acting that way, um, you could just be replaced. Like Abby Lee Miller always said, everyone's replaceable. That's from Dan's moms. Um, but also, Gabby said that she didn't refuse to work. She was never ready for interviews. That's another thing is that like, if you're not ready and you're not on time, forget it, you're gone in big industry, right? Um, if, or she would be ready for interviews when time was ready because either she wouldn't, her hair and makeup wouldn't be done, costume wasn't on, or she was eating. She wasn't ready. So they pushed back her time later in the night. And she didn't want to do that. She refused to stay that late. She didn't want to do that. Well, that's refusing to work. Because you missed your better opportunity 
um, and you took up everyone's time because you weren't ready and now you don't want to work you're getting paid do your job um oh and production's a lot theater movies are a lot of okay we're ready for you actually no wait here another 20 minutes that happens a lot i've experienced that where it's like you thought you were almost done working this other scene but then you weren't so you had to wait everyone else had to wait a minute that happens all the time gabby called a producer um a cunt or something because she didn't like it that she had to wait longer like that's just so stupid to me at least i think that's so that was on the filming day that was that was on the i think it was on the photo shoot day where it was pr promotional stuff um which like youtube had a lot of big money involved and these were gonna be on like billboards side of buses and everything was a big deal um and wasn't gonna work with her with Jim's schedule, so she didn't want to do it. Can't we just move it? Like, the original date got moved because of the weather. The weather was unsafe, so they moved the date. And she was like, well, now it's messing with, up with my gym schedule. I'm sorry. That's how work is sometimes. Life gets in the way. I don't know what to tell you. The world... Was the world your oyster? So like, the world does not revolve around you. And even in that situation where she's mad that uh, they're messing up my time to go to the gym, very much shows that she's the center of her own universe and she can't see how she's wrong in any of those situations. That's why she doesn't think she's wrong. That's why she thinks she's the victim because she sees herself as the center of the universe and if what she did didn't directly affect or directly hurt her, then how is it her fault? Right? Like, the producers stopped being friends with her afterwards because they didn't want her to sabotage the show. They killed her off without letting her know. They didn't say anything was wrong because they didn't want her to sabotage the show. Also, what does that say about your character as a person that people that you were friends with find you very intense, kind of scary, and they're worried that if they tell you, hey, you're making everyone upset, that you're going to go out of your way and ruin the whole production. What does that say about you? Not good things. Not good things. I, if someone said that about me, I'd be mortified. Absolutely mortified. She's putting it up there for everyone to see. To be like, see... It's everyone else's fault. When really, the more evidence she puts out there, the more everyone's like, no, Gabby, you're in the wrong. It's your fault. If it's just one incident and that ruins your career, maybe, maybe. But all of these things, it's not that, it's you. You're the problem. Because all the common factors for all these issues and problems is Gabby. She's the real problem. There's nothing else to really say other than that.
will she ever choose to listen to that? Probably not. Probably not. But who knows? She just needs to stop this series and stop playing the victim because it's really traumatizing others, bringing up old traumas, and it's just annoying. It really is. No one's on her side. Because her points aren't valid and they're hurting other people. So, no. That's like, oh, what was it? A classic manipulator. A classic manipulator will say, oh, you're hurt by what I said? Well, now I'm mad at you and I'm upset. I'm upset because you're upset. I'm mad at you because you're upset. How dare you make me upset by being upset by what I said? Classic manipulator. That's what Gabby Hanna is doing. It's really annoying. It's so annoying. Ugh. Like, also, how narcissistic? <laughs> like, let's just throw it out there. How narcissistic? That you think that so highly of yourself that nothing you could have done could have tampered with your career. Uh, you think of yourself so highly that you think, well, nothing I did could ruin my career. It's what everyone else did. You know how much self-doubt I have every day where it's like, if I, oh, everyone hates me because of this. And oh my God, I did this one thing and now my life's ruined forever. Does she not have those thoughts and feelings every single day or is that just me? I don't know. Kind of suspicious. But that's all I have for you guys today. My throat is very sore. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode talking about Gabby Hanna playing the victim. And I'll see you guys next week. Um, topic for next week? I don't know yet, actually. I don't know. My brain's kind of fried talking about Gabby Hanna. Oh, oh. Next week, we'll talk about forgiveness. Forgiving people doesn't mean you have to trust them again or support them. Forgiveness. Let's talk about next week. And I'll see you guys then. Bye.